Rusty Quill presents. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Now and then, I remember just how alive I really am, and it shoots through me like an arrow to the chest and fills me up with sunlight. Welcome back to Spirit Box Radio. Welcome back to the Spirit Box Radio Enlightenment segment, where we shed light on the arcane arts. Oh, faithful listeners, I am so thrilled you enjoyed our trip to the Hatfield Carpash last week. I'm so excited for when we're invited back again. It's going to be so fun. And Oliver. He... Ah... Uh, Oliver. Yes, well, we really get on, and that's, you know... It's good. I... 
he listens to the show. Hi, Oliver. Hey. Uh, um, <laughs> um, anyway, there was quite a lot I had meant to discuss with Oliver that I didn't quite get around to doing. We talked a little bit when we went out for brunch the next day about Madame Marie. He'd known her for most of her life, apparently. It's very strange hearing him talk about meeting her in the 1970s when he barely looks older than I do. Apparently, he used to tend the garden at her grandmother's apothecary, in exchange for supplies. Em lived with her from when she was tiny, apparently. Something bad happened to her parents, but Oliver doesn't know what exactly. Or at least, he wouldn't say what if he did. Em's grandmother apparently went by the name The Miraculous Madame Marie. Oliver even gave me an old flyer that he had in a drawer. The Arcanist's Apothecary. Healing, supplies and spiritual guidance. One-on-one sessions with The Miraculous Madame Marie available upon inquiry. There's a little sketch of a cauldron in the corner. Oliver said that Madame Marie drew them. By Madame Marie, I mean Em. I don't remember her drawing anything other than circles or runes. I asked him about the shop itself. Oliver shrugged and smiled this strange little smile. He said it closed a few years after Madame Marie's grandmother died. She tried to run the shop on her own, apparently, but despite her interest in the arcane, she never quite mastered it. Oliver sighed then, with a pretty sort of wistfulness. He said that magic is like singing. Almost anyone can do it, really, but some people just sound better through a total fluke of luck. He said it more nicely than that, I remember, because I was really impressed, but I was so busy being impressed that I forgot to commit the exact words he said to Marie. (laughs) You know, he had an entire cup of syrup on his pancakes. There were only two of them, and they were completely drowned in the stuff. He sipped it from his spoon like it was soup, and raised an eyebrow when he caught me watching. He said, sugar is the most important thing in the world. Everything else is just to stay alive. There was also... Well... I may or may not have accidentally destroyed a bottle of very expensive red wine. (laughs) Oliver was really nice about it, but the bottle was so old it had dust on it and, well, it was like with my tea. There was this moment where the glass shattered and the liquid held and I knew Oliver saw it too because in that brief moment he looked up at me and his green eyes were so wide and feral. And then there was glass and wine everywhere. It was a mess. He was really nice about it, but I don't know. It's just really embarrassing. Anyway, I'm sure you've heard enough about my florist for the day. It's been a really interesting week on the forums. Tuesday next week will actually be four years since they got set up. Isn't that exciting? A couple of users are actually planning a little live hangout on there to mark the occasion. I'll be hanging out too, so I look forward to speaking with you as best as I can. You'll have to be patient with me as I'm still learning the ropes. I'd like to thank you all for your continued recommendations on the forums for new kinds of media to watch now that I can use internet whenever I like. I've been particularly enjoying all of the animes that have been sent in my direction. Keep them coming guys, I'm really enjoying it. I do feel slightly bad about the crisis this seems to have brought on in our very own regular caller Beth though, who seems to think that Sailor Moon was a much more recent show than it actually is, (laughs) and seems to have completely forgotten her own age. It happens to the best of us Beth. With my memory problems, I find it hard to keep track of things too. I can only really remember the last three or four birthdays I've had. It was like one day I was a kid and the next day I was turning 18 with no time in between. So don't worry, Beth. I'm sure it will come back to you. Even if it doesn't, that's okay. Don't worry. You're not alone. You all had rather a lot to say about Oliver, particularly in regard of his long-livedness. 
but he seemed really uncomfortable talking about it, so I didn't want to press him. And I won't be doing so until he... Well, if he wants to talk about it, of course I'm very curious, but I'm not going to press the issue. A couple of people have also been asking for updates about Kitty, which I wish I could give you, but I just... I can't get through to her. I don't know what's going on. That message she left on the answer machine a few weeks ago was the last thing I heard from her and I... I trust that Kitty can look after herself, I do. She can kick through walls and she once told me she hasn't left the house without a knife since she was eight, so... She'll be fine. I trust her. Anna, on the other hand, I... I saw her through the window of her house. I know that sounds super creepy, but I was on my way back from Oliver's on Saturday and I... I decided I'd walk rather than take the bus and I'd go past Anna's place. Not to even knock on the door, just to, you know, see. If she's trying to draw a boundary, I want to respect that, but I need to know that she was at least okay. I saw her through the window with that fiancé of hers, Henry. George... James? I don't know, I can't remember his name. She was reading in her pyjamas. Everything looked so normal. She seemed fine, so yeah, there's that. I'm glad she's okay, so I'll let her be now. That's what she wants, I think. I mean, I guess. I just... I wish she'd said something instead of just leaving. Well, there you are. That's all I know about that for now. Back to forum things. User Lily Padleep sent an interesting message regarding her daughter that nobody seemed to be able to find an answer for, so I thought I'd share it here now so any of you non-forum-using faithful listeners have a chance to provide some insight too. Here's what Lily Padleep had to say. Hey guys, long-time lurker, first-time poster here. Some experience with the arcane arts, but not much. I'm a single mum to a wonderful daughter who is about to turn six. She loves to be outdoors and has a really strong connection with nature, and I think that maybe she has some kind of proclivity for the arcane arts, but I'm not sure, as I don't really know what I'm looking for, and she's so little it's still hard to know how that would show up. She and I were at the local park over the weekend. I ran into a friend of mine over there, who had brought her own daughters to the park. We got to chatting as our girls climbed all over everything and had a whale of a time. After about half an hour or so on the swings, my daughter came up to me and asked if they could go and run on the playing field. Next to the park is a large playing field which has some trees and hedges. Some people let their dogs off the lead, throw balls and frisbees. One section is kept mown short for playing football and other things like that. My daughter likes to run across the playing field pretending to be a dog or a horse or a unicorn or a dragon, whatever takes her fancy. It's big but it's enclosed and from the bench in the park you can see pretty much the whole field. My friend's girls are a little older than mine, 8 and 10, so I agreed that they could all go off running together on the field, provided they stayed in our eyeline. They skipped off, all giddy, and my friend and I carried on chatting. After ten minutes or so, I realised I couldn't see any of the girls anywhere. My friend and I called them to no avail. I wasn't panicking at this point because my daughter is just beginning to learn to climb trees and is a little bit in love with it, so it's entirely possible that she and her friends were so engrossed in an expedition at the far edge of the field, they didn't notice us calling. We shouted again and started off in different directions to walk the perimeter of the park. My friend found our daughters in the bottom corner, where the trees are the oldest, the trunks thick and covered in ivy. They were squatting on the leaf-thick ground. My daughter had a doll in her hands, made of twigs and grass. All three of them were extremely enamoured with it. Luckily, my friend's daughters had been raised right and let my daughter have the doll without a fuss because she was the youngest and the most likely to kick off if she didn't get to keep the damn thing. 
I gave her a bit of a lecture about paying attention even when she's busy playing and to make sure she listens out for her name in case for whatever reason we need to leave in a hurry. She wasn't really listening though. She was staring at this little doll. She called it Twig Lady. She carried it with her around the house for the rest of the day, even took it with her up to bed that night. I didn't get a chance to have a proper look at it until she was asleep. It was made of five sticks primarily, a thick one at the centre, four smaller ones bound onto it with straw-like twine in the position of arms and legs. There was grass wrapped around the centre, filling out the torso and a clump of it tied to the head like a mop of raggedy, faded green hair. The top of the stick in the centre had a twisted knot like a hooked nose, two cut-notched lines for eyes and a thick, deep slash almost to the centre of the middle twig as its gaping mouth. The longer I looked at it, the less I liked it. Even so, I figured my opinion didn't really matter. My daughter liked her, and that was that. She'd probably lose interest in Twig Lady pretty quickly, and if not, she wasn't made well enough to last more than a couple of days. I put Twig Lady back under the covers with my daughter and went on with the rest of my evening. I checked in on her at about two when I was finally turning in for the night, and there she was, fast asleep, clutching the doll. The next morning I woke up late. It was weird because my daughter is like a natural alarm clock. Unless she's sick, she's usually up with the sun, tearing through the house at six or so in the morning. But there was no sign of her. I peeped into her room and found her curled up and roused her for breakfast. She sat up and looked at me, clearly confused, and asked me where Twig Lady had gone. I wondered if maybe I'd forgotten to put the damn thing back in my daughter's bed when I was finished examining it, but even so, I didn't take her out of the bedroom. We looked under her pillow, down the side of her bed, even inside her duvet cover. No sign of Twig Lady. We looked for the doll for about half an hour before my daughter conceded that we could pause for breakfast before we continued the search. I sorted her a bowl of Cheerios and a glass of orange juice and when I went into the cutlery drawer, there was Twig Lady. My daughter was absolutely delighted. She played with Twig Lady all day and that night went to bed with her tucked up into the covers again. Again, I went to bed around two in the morning and looked in on my daughter to find her clutching Twig Lady to her chest. I climbed into bed, slept the night, and the next morning woke up to a loud crash. I figured my daughter had been trying to sort her own breakfast and knock something over, so I slouched into the hall, only to find her standing in her own bedroom doorway, blearily rubbing her eyes. We went downstairs together. The cutlery drawer was on the floor, and there, in the centre of the gleaming silver knives, forks and spoons, was Twig Lady. My daughter was thrilled, but... I don't know. When I went to pick up Twig Lady, one of her spindly arms seemed different, like it was reaching. The more I looked at Twig Lady, the more I felt that she was looking back at me with her slashed, slitted eyes. Have any of you heard of anything like this before? The doll can't possibly be moving by itself, can it? Thanks, LPL, kiss kiss. Thank you, Lily Padleep. The level of detail you provided here has been really helpful. I can see you've actually been able to talk to some other people on the forums about the doll, though nobody's been able to give you anything particularly useful yet. I'm sorry about that. I don't personally know enough about dolls or arcanism to provide anything useful to you, but hopefully broadcasting your message will garner a little bit more attention from those faithful listeners who don't use the forums that regularly or at all. Hmm. I suppose I... Uh, you know, it's not about mud, but... Maybe Rytidiodelphus would have something useful to contribute here? I don't know. I've been meaning to call her to ask her some things about M, but just to hear what she thinks about that letter I found and whether or not she might know anything about what else M had gotten herself wrapped into, but I've been putting it off. I don't know why. I, 
I don't know. I want to help. I want to know. I want to find out what happened to Madame Marie, but it's... I, I don't know. But that shouldn't stop me from trying to help you, faithful listeners. So I should give it a go. I'm sure she'll be perfectly civil. She's fine. I, I'll, it'll be fine. Right, where's that number? Ah, here we go. I'll just... Um, hello? My Tidia? It's Sam. Sam, I Winfield. Right, that's me. I, uh... What do you need? Well, someone wrote into the show about a doll made of sticks, which has maybe started moving around of its own accord. Hmm. Muddy stick, was it? Well, you know, she so. They didn't actually say. I can ask her. Aye, kids these days. Where was the stick found? Local park? The woods? A playing field at a local park. Good, good. I... It's Are you even listening? Yep. That crackling, are, are you trying to do something? Because I, I don't think it's... Do something? What, what do you mean? Do something? Right idea? Hello? Well, hello there. Isn't this cosy? You. It's... It's you. It's me. Right here, yeah? She can't hear you, little bit. Who are you? Wrong question. What do you mean? Wrong question. Why are you doing this? Wrong again. Hello? 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 Kitty! Oh my god, Kitty, can you hear me? Hello, is anyone there? Kitty, please, listen. It's really important. Hello? Sam, are you there? I need help. I'm in the old house. I don't know what to do. Nothing makes any sense. It's changed. It's wrong. It's too big. And I can't find the door. I can't get out. And there's three of these. I don't know what they are, Sam. They aren't ghosts, but they aren't human. Sam, please tell Anna. Kitty! No! Damn it! I've lost her. God! Kitty! She's talking to me. This is not like what happened with Madame Marie. She's okay. She's going to be okay. She's not dead. The impossible house. We used to live there. That's what Kitty and Anna said. And we... left. Ugh. Damn my useless memory. Why can't I remember? There's something important. Something happened. What happened? What? I... That voice. I know that voice. The one that interrupted Rytidia. I know it. It's the same as the one on the recording machine the other day, but I know it. I know it from somewhere else and I... I who is it? I just... 
I can't make the pieces fit together in my head. I, I know them. Who are they? God, why do I know your voice? God, who are you? Wait, 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 wait. I, a dream. I, I dreamed. I dreamed I was walking through an empty town. All the houses perfectly lit. There was nobody there. Nobody but me. And I was walking. Walking for so long and there was nobody there but it made sense because I it was it was the whole town it went on and on and on and on and it was all there, right there, just behind the door. The white door. I was a kid. She I, she took me places I was I could do. I, I had power. I could speak. I I spoke and they heard me. Ah. My head, my head, my head. No, no, I was thinking, I was thinking. I could remember, no. Shit, shit. No, it's gone. It was so close and it's gone. Gods. Okay, it's fine. This is fine. I can, I can do this. We can do this, can't we? It's going to be all right. Everything is going to be fine, faithful listeners, right? We can work together on this, can't we? So often you see things that I miss because I because I don't know what I'm doing, but you can help me because you notice things that I miss and I don't have to do this alone. Even though Kitty and Anna aren't here and Emma's gone, we're together, aren't we? Right, right, well... If you have anything you can tell me about the impossible house, or me, or the twig lady, ch check in on the forums. Or call into the show if you want. The line is open even when the show isn't airing. You can just call if you need. I can do this. We can do this, faithful listeners. I know we can. For now, I bid you a restful night. Box Radio is a podcast distributed by Hanging Sloth Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 Sharealike International License. It was created by me, Pippin Major, the voice of Sam Enfield. Ripley is the voice of the Bog Witch by Tilly Adelphus. Billy Bray is the voice of Scourge. Jesse Jeffrey is the voice of Kitty Enfield. Music is by Maybe Wednesday. If you like the show, let us know on Twitter at Hanging Sloths or stop by at our website, hangingsloughstudios.com. 
If you'd like to help us keep making Spirit Box Radio, you can send us a tip on ko-fi.com forward slash hanging sloths or become a slothling on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash hanging sloth studios where you can get early access to episodes plus loads of other great rewards. You can buy merch in our coffee shop, links in the description. Spirit Box Radio is recorded in front of a dead studio audience. Tune in, get spooky. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you Impress No Glue Press On Manny's and Impress Press On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.